Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Wednesday, May 31. If I'm doing that right, we're recording this on Tuesday. So that's why you see the calendar behind me. And I hope there's 31 days in May. So tell me if I'm wrong, anybody. We're going to bring on Mike Thompson. We're uh, honored to have his wife CK on with us. We don't get her very often. Yep, they are affirming that it is May 31 tomorrow. So today, when you're watching this, it is May 31. Anyway, welcome to Elijah Streams. This is going to be fun to do this with CK as well. Uh, so quick before we bring them on, let's go ahead and run a quick reminder of, of how your the spillover funds that you give to us that we don't have to have here. We then sow so much of it in the kingdom of God, especially related to the freshwater wells uh, we're doing Uganda, mainly Uganda so far. We've done them in Nepal. We're working on it in, we did a fun one in um, Ethiopia a few weeks ago, a big one. And we're working on something in Kenya. So uh, we're, we're trying to get freshwater wells for those who have never had fresh water in their entire life. That's what's where um, we're going with that. And so many people have come to the Lord because of that. Um, when they see that God cares about them to give them fresh water wells, uh, they come to the Lord very, very easily. So let's run one of those spots. Here we go. And this is reminding me that, yes, we've done something with the Crow, First Nations people, uh, the Navajo right there on the edge of one of the reservations, the Navajo. Uh, there was one more. I can't quite pull up right now, but we just saw it a second ago. There's three ones. There was one in Alaska, a tribe in Alaska, a very, very remote island. And all of these are involving water or reclamation or uh, one. I think the one in, in um, Alaska might have even been sanitation where they didn't even have the facilities for that. They're very remote island. So where, where they're needed most, we try to go there instead of where everyone else is giving, which means that's how your funds are being carefully invested for the kingdom. And that's how God sees your gifts because you're careful to give where it's really counting. And we're careful to take care of your money and then get report back to you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, time to bring in Mike Thompson and his wife, CK. Here we go. There they are. It's been too long since we've had you both there together. It's so nice to see you, CK. Thank you. It's good to see you, Steve. Awesome. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. How is the weather in Las Vegas nowadays? Is it really hot there now? It's unusually cool right now. It's only like 90. I mean, okay. it's usually like 105 or something. Wow. So yeah, I don't yeah, normally think of 90 as beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. yeah, I know. And you've got people love the desert if they love the desert. You know, if they if they're there and they've got good memories. I can I have a hard time seeing the beauty in the desert, but I live there <laughs> as a kid in Lancaster, California, the Mojave Desert. Yeah. So I I got done with the desert, so I never wanted to go back. But then there's the high <laughs> desert too. So you guys are just dead. Aren't you like? Don't you don't you touch the Mojave Desert or something? Yeah, we're here. Oh, we're in the Mojave. In the Mojave, yeah. Yeah. Mojave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's dry. It's yeah. Joshua trees. It's oh, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is, Steve. You know what it is. It's wherever God calls you. You love it. That's the truth. You know, that's a that's a real truth. I mean, there's been some things that I didn't like. And once they become part of you, then it's the smells that you like and, the, the, you know, all of that. So I actually was a summer camp 
counselors, which is where, where and how I met my wife uh, at a place called Pine Springs Ranch. It's the high desert. Um, I'm not having a set. Oh, what's it? Oh, my goodness. It's it's in the mountains above Hammett. I can't think of it. Um, San, Jacinto, San Jacinto Mountains. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you were at Banning, you go up in the mountains from there. You kind of hit it there. But, you know, that had all of its special, special smells. And believe it or not, there was a horse camp there that that I, as one of our camps, that was like all these campers, they had any camp, horse camp, all this. And it has the whole manure smell and everything. But after a while, that became its special smell. That's that's our camp, right? Yeah. That's it. So I know where that's at because my brother pastors a spirit-filled church in Banning, California. Oh, really? Okay, right down the road. 30 years, probably 40 years. Wow. The most vicious attack I ever had by a wild animal was with a raccoon in Banning, California. (laughs) Every time I think of Banning, California, I was was taking one of the uh, staffers down the hill from that camp and she said, come look at my pet raccoon. She had it in a cage. And, I, and they look really cute, don't they? They look good. <laughs> I thought, oh, and I just stuck my I said, come here, little fella. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize they were, they did that if they don't know you. So <laughs> anyway, hey, well, listen, it's good to see you guys. I'm glad the, we have people from the Mojave Desert, from Las Vegas, Nevada, Nevada or Nevada. Nevada. Nevada, yeah, good, good. Well, you guys have content there's that I know you're doing, um, you're sharing what you're going to talk about, different subjects possibly. So I'm going to just turn it over to you guys and see what you have for us today. So it, the floor is yours. Steve, as soon as we started watching the intro, all of a sudden the anointing just hit me and I was looking at you and I saw, I heard the Lord say, I'm going to bring him before King. Whoa. And so, and I saw that book of Trump right behind you, which I hadn't seen that book before, but it was just, just like that. It was like, it all came together. I'm like, whoa, the Lord wow. will bring you before Kings wow. and, and places that you never dreamed that you're going to be because he's, he can use you. You have a humble heart. He's giving you favor and yeah, it's already whoa. begun. Well, thank but, you, CK. Uh, wow. What a word. I mean, I receive yeah. it. Goodness, pretty goodness. absolutely. Totally receive it, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Praise, Praise God. God. Yeah. Hey, we are completely remodeling our entire studio right now. Contractors are working, so uh, we're at home in my study at the okay. moment. And right. uh, so, different setting. I look a little washed out, but yeah, oh, it looks well. good. Actually, I, I I thought it was a very nice setting. So you you know, there's no problem here. So you guys look great. Oh, good. good. Well, listen, I want to let you know that the Lord spoke to me and he said that this is going to be a summer of miracles. The viewers oh. need to understand that God is increasing miracles. Now, that's not to say that the miracles of God, that he holds them back in any way, shape or form. Uh, it just means that we're entering a place where people are really in a position of expectation. Yeah. That they're looking to the Lord, and there's a fresh breath of the Holy Spirit moving upon the body of Christ. And there will be so many miracles that begin to happen this summer. In fact, it's already occurring. Wow. 
And and one of the reasons I say that is to build people's hope. Yeah. A lot of times, if we don't know something is happening and we're just kind of going along our own merry way and not looking for it, we can just walk right by it. And so I really want the people to just stop and just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Miracles. I want my miracle. Yeah. A lot of things I need miracles in. There's an anointing for miracles coming. And so I'm just going to accept that walk in and receive it. That's so good. Hey, talk for a minute about, I don't remember who I was listening to, somebody on a sermon, okay? And they were, they were, there's a different use of the word expectation. And he was talking about the wrong kind of expectation with the Lord. And he didn't address the right kind. What I mean is, he would say, <laughs> if you say to God, I expect you to do this, you said, I expect this from you. And if you were loving God, you would do that. That was a wrong kind of expectation. But there is a good kind of expectation, right? That you live in the eternal expectation. God's going to do something else great today, right? What comment on that for a minute about the two different? Yeah, I've, I've been, you know, the the Lord put it on my heart, and it goes along with what you're saying, what you're asking. Um, people right now have been dealing with depression and darkness and oppression and anxiety and fear and because of all the things that they were seeing happening, coming on the earth. And so there's that element of, um, Lord, we're expecting, it's almost like a shaking their fists in the, in the face of God. Like we are expecting you. You said you were going to do this and you said you were going to do that. And, and there's an anger that's yeah. coming. Um, an angry demand. Yes. This angry demand. It's not, it's not even an expectation. It's like, what are you? And, and that's not faith. That's actually Fear, it's a form of fear, but they've been watching in the natural too much. They're looking for God to move in the natural about all these things. We're, um, yeah. the, the political stuff, we're watching the news. They've been following QAnon, or maybe that stuff's over with. I don't know. And those things are counterfeit. Um, the QAnon and stuff, I, 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 don't, I hope I don't step on toes. I guess I don't care. Um, but a lot of that is false prophecy. It's not... It's not by the spirit of God. It's it's people trying to do something encouraging. It's people yeah. trying to, you know, and, and a lot of times they get into the flesh trying to see how is God going to do these things. Well, you know, if I can say this, this, what what I see a lot of people doing, because I, I, I know people that are that follow these postings. The, the issue that's the problem is people looking at this thing, looking for what you're saying, see, as if it's a prophetic word from God, and exactly. it's not it. a prophetic right. word it's, of God. It's no. not. And in fact, in fact, there were people. There are people that do that thing, and they purpose that if they if we have had praying medic on, he's talked about what goes on with it. He said they put sometimes intentional misdirection on cue. Uh, They'll put intentional to throw off the bad guys. Anyway, the bottom line, CK and, and Mike, is that. People then, if people that are looking for it for a prophetic word, that's a false. That's what you're saying. Yes. It's it's not. And that's getting them to go look uh, low here, low there. They they're being tossed back uh, to and fro with every yeah. wind of doctrine, with every word that, it, and there's no stability in the spirit and understanding. This yeah. is a spiritual time. Okay, like summer of miracles. One of the things the Lord was just sharing with me last night. 
yeah. as I was going to bed, um, he had said to me, outbreak of healing. Back in 2016, I believe it was, he said, yeah. and I even turned to Mike and I said, just sitting on the couch. And I'm like, the Lord just told me that there's time coming. It's coming up where people are not going to be able to turn to their doctors and stuff like they used to. They're going to actually have to turn to God. And when they do, there will be an outbreak of healing. And it was just really shocking to me. Like why I couldn't yeah. see that that would ever be a thing that would happen. But um, in America, especially, but in right now, people don't trust their doctors. All these things that are going on in the natural and we're like trying to rejig old wells of, you know, remember when they used to do this and there were healings back in, you know, a hundred years ago and all that, you know, the Lord's doing a new thing. And part of that is outbreak of healing and finances. I'm always going to go there. Yeah, but yeah. The outbreak of healing, which is for this season, it's not an old, an old, I don't even know how to say it. Something it's not a an brand old. New, brand new, and let, me, let me interrupt just for a moment there. My note, they're saying some things on the chat here that we're having some cutting out of sound, but it's okay from what I'm hearing. So, Michael, I'm not hearing it. So, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to come out and come back in, or should we just keep going? It sounds like your mic is just dipping out sometimes. Just um, mine? Who's mic? Okay. Who's mic? Our mic? Okay. Yep. Um, so okay. if you guys want to go out and come back in, you might want to or, or, it you know, like it, it only here. happened with me. I saw it happen with CK a few times, but once she raised her voice to a louder tone, it, it was fine. Is she not sitting quite close enough? I need to just speak louder. Maybe. Here, I'll even move the mic closer. Okay, perfect. Is that better? Do we need to go out? Is that better, Mike? Mike Sounds a little better. Um, it, we'll have to keep going to tell. Okay, we'll keep Is going. It, if you need to interrupt this, Mike, uh, Michael, that works for me, just okay. interrupt right, and we'll come right. out and come back in. So Sounds good. Okay. okay, and I'm just verbalizing this to uh, Brian, who's producing here a bit. Uh, they're saying that our mic is cutting in and out. So we're going to go ahead and try some more. And if not, we may have to go out and come back in the room. Sounds good. All right. And now, CK, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, in, wherever you wanted to jump back in there. Okay. Um, the outbreak of, <clears throat> excuse me, outbreak of healing um, is a thing that, because people have been so heartbroken about health. They've been heart heartbroken about their finances yeah. and they've been heartbroken about their health. And they feel like both of those things have been totally threatened in the last yeah. few years. And those are the two areas that the Lord has been speaking to me for years about supernatural yeah. anointing for finances, anointing for supernatural youth. All those things are about health and, and money and setting those things in order in the people's lives, because this is our time and I know I'm kind of all over the map, but this is our time. And yeah. he needs us to be, uh, to operate in, you know, in this grace also, finances and youth, strength, health, because we have covenant promises to, to keep. I mean, God has covenant promises to keep with us. And it's just right in the middle of all of this, they got some, some of this really bad doctrine jumping up and people saying, you know, I believe in all those things, except, except now I believe, I think it's the, really the end time. So oh. in other words, now it's time to stop all that 
we can't prosper anymore. We're not going to be well. We're going to start okay. to tribulate now. It's time yeah. for us to tribulate right. and go, you know, live in caves with our prepper stuff. I'm a prepper. I've been prepping for, and I don't mean in the natural. I've been spiritually prepping for these times. <laughs> That's I had no idea. That's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. the, the Lord is preparing his people to be the ones that prosper, the ones that are, are well and healed. And only God can do this. The people's hope has just been so drained yeah. in the last few years. And my heart just goes out to them. They're struggling. They're struggling. They're trying so hard. And like, Lord, where are you? The word of God has not changed. The Holy Spirit hasn't changed. No. If anything, all these things are just ramping up, getting more intense. Yeah. The glory of the Lord is, is flooding the earth. People are going to feel and experience have encounters with God like they've never had before. So and we've had some encounters with God before. It's it's okay. I don't mean to be. It is, but it's time the for the miraculous. Yes. And the, the fact that yeah. I, you made such a good point there, CK, is that it's almost tribulation is an excuse to not believe God or to oh, expect. Good point. Right. Wow. They say, well, these things have to happen. Well, maybe to the world. Not to God's kids. Right. Well, in James 1 and in Romans 5, um, both of those scriptures tell us that tribulations are a normal part of Christians' yeah, everyday lives. Jesus did not say for his own entertainment, I came to give you life and life to the full or life abundantly or life more abundantly, depending on your translation. Every one of them is a good ending more abundantly than you ever experienced tomorrow more abundantly than this than today that that scripture cannot be removed or god is a liar it has to That's continue right. to operate he didn't say until such a time as i'm going to let the devil have at, at it with you and then i'm going to take abundance away he never said that which means it's right. still in effect exactly you yeah. absolutely and mm -hmm. and people this is their time. This is our time to shine. Yeah. This is our time to rise up and be strong and know our God and do exploits yes. in the earth. This Amen. is it. It's and it. This is no time to be out there saying, well, I thought I was going to be able to do those things. Oh, man, you're going to see it with your eyes. The Lord told me this years ago. You will see it with your own eyes. The so glory good. of the Lord. I'm like, Whoa, I don't want to miss this. Right. I'll do whatever I have to do to That's be right. here. And <laughs> this anointing for this season is for health and supernatural money and no fear. No fear. And, you know, the words you had, CK, you said the Lord said there's going to be an outbreak of healing. If you really stop and think about it, we, we get fearful there was an outbreak of COVID or purportedly. However that right. works, if, if the flu is going around, there's an outbreak of the flu. There's an outbreak of chicken <laughs> An outbreak is something that you lose control over, and it has its own power and motivation and aggression and assertiveness. And so when and God it's contagious. Tells, yes, it's <laughs> contagious. So when God's saying there's going to be an outbreak, he's going to go, I turn to the left and there's healing. I turn to the right, there's healing. I just talked to this yes. woman, and she got healed right in front of me, and I didn't even pray for her. That's an outbreak. You know, yes, so. Exactly. Oh, we that got, person got healed, so it's probably going to get on me, yeah. and I'm going to get healed too. Yes, I breathed on him, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> we so accidentally good. breathed on him. We didn't wear our masks. 
Yeah. <laughs> we, we breathed on each other when God healed. That's so good. I mean, it's really going to be that way. If God, the, the Lord I know, the God I know doesn't mince words. If he said there's going to be an outbreak, that means that's the behavior it will have. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. It will just yeah. be contagious. It will catch, it'll be catching. And probably, yes, breathing on somebody will get them healed. Probably, yes. <laughs> probably. We Absolutely. Had, we had a, a, a Christmas party right before the, well, it was right after, the, during the lockdowns, anyway. And during the lockdown. And we had everybody, we sneak some people into the house. And and then at the end of our evening together, everybody was so lonely. Then we had prayer time when I was we were ministering. I was ministering. Mike was. I went around the room and I blew on everybody. I didn't even think about you know. Everybody. Yeah, you were <laughs> weren't even thinking about right it. in the middle of COVID. <laughs> like the Lord said, breathe, breathe on them. So I blew on them. Nobody got sick, but. <laughs> I still yeah, think of that yeah. little man. Breath of Come the over to our house and we'll just blow on everybody. That's so good. <laughs> right. So good. But there's no fear. No fear. No and, fear. And and people need to remember it's, it's God. We're not this doesn't change God's ability. Okay. You know what? It's I'm true. You like, know what? <laughs> That's kind of. I'll hold this up again. Oh, that's your new book. Talk about that for a second. <laughs> that's my new book, Third Heaven Authority by Mike Thompson. The reason I held it up is because that fits in so well with everything that we're doing. Now, that was released in April. Good. Um, and on Amazon, Walmart, all around, it's it's hitting in the top sales in, in a number of Christian uh, categories. It's doing really well. In fact, the publisher is kind of amazed. They called me and they said, we had some expectations and uh, they're hitting way above our wow. expectations. So wow. That's the glory of the Lord. Yeah. But yeah. the real point is third heaven authority. Because, see, I make it very clear that on one level, it's a prayer book. Yeah. It teaches people how to pray from heaven's perspective, from heaven looking down rather than from earth looking up. But there's another dynamic that I really try to bring out, and I want people to understand, is that it has to deal also with the perception that we have about ourselves, because this whole idea about our authority is our perception about how that we engage in life, who we are in life, what we can accomplish, not only for God, but just as human beings, our perception of the world around us and yeah. what we're able to accommodate. And or to accomplish. And third heaven authority is a perception from heaven's perception of developing that understanding in this life of the empowerment that we have. It's to lift us up so that we can engage in life and realize the authority that we have. Because all the circumstances that are around us, uh, and a lot of times people that are around us and things that happen try to steal. Um, that sense of ability and empowerment and personal power and what we can do. And third heaven authority takes that, turns it on its end, and allows us to rise up in the spirit and realize who we are and that we always have power in every situation because we have choice, 
We have spiritual authority. We have the word of God. We have the name of Jesus. We always have power in situations. No circumstance can remove that empowerment from us, but we can face life with victory. And, uh, and so that's this whole thing. When we talk about tribulation, it's like all of a sudden, you know, it, it, in the uh, kind of, you know, the way it used to be taught a lot of times is that, uh, you know, uh, healing passed away when the last apostle died. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, I, I grew up with that, Mike, you know, maybe you did too, but I mean, uh, yeah. that was just like, God did that. He showed us he could do that. And so then logically they conclude, since we now know he can, he doesn't need to show us anymore. So the stories in the Bible were enough to show us what he can do. But now we have the stories. So we don't need him to do it. I mean, but I, we grew right. up with that. I don't know where we got that. but Exactly. And so what happened is we used to humorously talk about it and say, you know, there was a prayer line. Yeah. And they were praying for people and they were getting healed. And then all of a sudden the last apostle died. So they had to stop the prayer line. Nobody could get healed anymore. <laughs> oh, Go home. It's all done. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that in relation with tribulation, a lot of people's ideas are that, oh, we serve a powerful God and he's going to do all these great. Oh, tribulation started today. Can't do oh, it anymore. Man. Oh, man. You know, no. it's amazing how the devil can pull that one over on so many millions and millions of believers who are, uh, you know, I, I would name names, but I don't think I'm supposed to name names. But there was a there's a very prominent evangelical guy, and he just is he, he just believes it's all passed away. It's not for today. And her, uh, I'm not supposed to name names, but I, the, the concept that that that. His life is wrapped up in telling people week after week, month after month, year after year, that these things are not for us anymore. Um, That's so, so wrong. That's it's so just wrong. like, you know, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Yeah. Thank goodness. So and, sad. And, and one of the things, you know, well, I can mention Biden and Trump, right? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Um, one of the things that I've been watching seeing in the spirit man promise you're not the only one but this administration this fake administration right this, that's right this robber in chief this okay you want to know how i really feel yeah this <laughs> child molester that's yeah. in the white house yeah um boy i tell you it feels like america's being a molested like our country's being abused but um their entire agenda is nothing more than poverty, sickness, and sin. They want us to live in fear. They want to make us poor. They want to bring in sickness. They want to look for more ways to shut us down with more sickness. Yeah. They want to make us sick with vaccines and stuff. Poverty. And poverty. Poverty. They want to mess around in our money. And absolutely not. That. That's one of the things. Man, I've been rebuking. I have been taking authority ever since. I've been, I have been resisting that wicked administration like I would resist the, a disease. Yeah. Pneumonia. I refuse to allow you in my in my life, in my country. And we called President Trump back to his rightful place because it was robbed from him. Yeah. And 
He brought a spirit of prosperity. He brought the wisdom of God. He yep. brought uh, safety in, in foreign affairs and all that. He's smart. He's got the presence of God. He's got the hand of the Lord on him, and he's anointed. And God doesn't remove his hand just because situations change. If you're anointed, you're anointed. Yeah. You're yep. anointed, Steve, and you're yep. going to be anointed from here until you get to heaven, and they'll probably still be anointed there, even more so. You know, wow. God doesn't take it away. So yeah. God's not in this for politics, and I know I just changed the subject, but it's not about politics. It's about the anointing of God on a man, and it doesn't lift just because someone else well, throws you know, a hat you've in heard, the ring. You've heard the expression, you know, from a 30,000-foot level or a 40,000-foot level, the big picture, in other words. The big picture is, uh, on around 2015, God anointed a man named Donald Trump, and he, and he came down the escalator a short time after that, having been, in my view, predestined to be the president of this country, okay? God knew him from before he was born, that he would be the president at this season, uh, especially starting with the, the 2016 election. And then um, the, the enemy robbed it. That's this, uh, the enemy cheated. The enemy took it. By force, it was fraudulent. Fraudulent, <laughs> and in the wisdom of somehow or other, he's staying at the thirty thousand foot level. Uh, God allowed it because a whole lot of crud had to be exposed and could never have been exposed had it not. Um, but but from that level, did President Trump lose his anointing? No, he's still the 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 president from heaven's standpoint. Johnny Endless talked extensively. At about this so there's a there's a, a person who robin bullock calls a jackal sitting in the chair but the president the president from heaven's viewpoint will at one point when god's ready take this rightful place again and yeah. so uh, he's not our savior but he's who our savior has anointed to be the ru a ruler in this time so yes. you can put it totally. just like david yeah yeah, yeah. totally he's one of the things that uh, CK and I have been talking about, in fact, she's the one who brought it to my attention first, and I've sought the Lord and we've discussed it, is that uh, there's a comparison in the New Testament in the life of Jesus, uh, simply in this, that Jesus, at the beginning of his ministry, cleansed the temple yeah. and in Jerusalem. And then he performed his ministry, time lapse. And then at the end of his ministry, he cleansed the temple again. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That's and interesting. so uh, if Jesus cleansed the temple twice with a time lapse in the middle, then why shouldn't Donald Trump cleanse Washington, D.C., purge swamp. it, drain the swamp, <laughs> At the beginning, wow. time lapse, and at the end. Great, great metaphor, oh, yes. allegory, parable, whichever that, I never hear you know, <laughs> all of those. Yeah, all that's great, Mike. That's a, you know, and if and you hear. She's the one who mentioned it to me, and I went, and you're oh, right. Really good, CK. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you would have thought Jesus, who absolutely was God with skin on, to, put, to use an expression, you would have thought one once in the morning does it like he cleansed it once and that's it they didn't get it they didn't get the picture he cleansed it again oh. and then yeah. he finally cleansed it on the cross you know and that there yes. you go 
then then his blood did the cleansing. The what's interesting is right. that yeah, there's so much thing we could talk about that part too because you know, but uh, it's interesting. And I, I know this wasn't our subject, but I'll just say this: you know, he's he's he gives up his life on the cross willingly, and this earthquake happens. The veil, veil of the temple is rent from top to bottom, which is this big old thick curtain. No one could do that. It had to be supernatural from the very top towards the bottom, not the other way around. And the, the way of the most holy is disclosed. There's no ark in there. There's no ark of the covenant. It had been lost hundreds of years before. There was no, I don't know what they had in there. Maybe they had a cardboard box. I don't know what they had, but they didn't have the ark. It had been lost. Because the ark himself, his presence was sitting was up on the cross, you know, disclosed and empty of holy, holy of holies, not so holy, but he was on the cross. But anyway, yeah, oh, wow. we could talk a long time about that. But you know, back to Trump for a minute. Um, I know we didn't have that on our list to talk about, but you know, <laughs> can I just say this? When we asked for God to rescue us, and we went through multiple stadiums full, 777 and Azusa Street, and we asked God to send help, and then he sent us help. And the guy was brash. He spoke against his enemies openly. He was harsh. He spoke against his enemies openly. He was crass. He spoke against his enemies openly. Oh, wait, he was doing that thing that Jesus did where he spoke against his enemies openly, you know? Yes. Well, but I thought right. he was going to come and lead us, you know, he w- we never asked for president for someone to give us a president in chief. We asked him to come and rescue our nation and this earth. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not calling Trump the rescue of the earth, but he is a significant force sent by the Lord, anointed by God, a human being with flaws, and I don't care if he's brash. I want him to be brash. Ah. I want him to be harsh against his enemies. I want him to be to not be sensitive to everyone's feelings. I don't want him to be sensitive to the enemy's feelings. I want him to rip into him. So, okay, I've said it. Absolutely. He's not <laughs> Absolutely. nice, but he's good. Yeah, hey, that's, that's right. Good. That's good, CK. Well, you know, I also went to the Lord, and I prayed a lot about this over the last few weeks. Um since CK brought that to my attention and we talked in depth about it, um, is that the Lord has just really been dealing with me on that's a fact. That's the yeah. way it is. And that um, the anointing that we say is on Donald Trump, yeah. that's, it's an assignment. It's yes. an equipping that's placed upon him yeah. uh, for the job, for the work. Yeah. And I've just felt like um, the Lord just on the inside of me, I want to prophesy it, but yet it's one of those things that the Lord hasn't said, speak those words exactly as they're my words, but it's something on the inside of me is that it's absolute, is that the anointing is there for him to cleanse twice. So good. So And after, and so I asked the Lord, well, then what does that mean after? Uh, does the anointing lift? And the Lord told me it doesn't lift, but legally it ends. In other words, you know, I we'll see. There are yeah. so many different ideas about. What's well, no, happen. I mean, you're saying as long as he has, as long as he's called to be uh, president uh, and or commander in chief. So, uh, you know, if you listen to Derek Johnson, we've had on our show many times, 
he will actually prove to you on the show that that Trump is the absolute commander in chief of the armed forces of the United States. And he'll tell you executive orders that he put into place before he left office and the emergency, the, the emergencies um, orders. These were emergency executive orders that gives him uh, supreme power over the military right now. But nobody's talking about it because they can't. So I'm, and, yeah. and I'm not saying anything our viewers haven't heard Derek Johnson say. I just believe he has the, the power over, I believe he's the Supreme Commander of the Allied Forces. And if even if we're alone, maybe there's no Allied Forces. He's Supreme Commander, you know, of our of our armed forces. And uh, thank God, because if if we he wasn't, and Trump and um, China decided to take advantage of us, well, are we going to yeah. let uh, Biden protect us with his wise counsel? And oh, his, no. No, so that, that's almost... Abs, that's almost in your face proof that he's not the commander in chief, or we would have been wiped out during these last two years by a foreign invader. He just would have. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We'll see it walk out, and that's the thing. We got to keep the faith. We got to obey yeah. the Lord no yeah. matter what, and we'll yeah. see it walk out. Yeah. And God help the um, Pharisee and, and the Rhino, the Never Trumpers. I mean, God open their yeah. eyes. Because well, I think Pharisee handed it over to Jezebel last year. You know, the Pharisees wanted to walk around in long robes with their given authority within the church, and and there's people that are with. I'm just going to use this language: the, the piety of the Pharisees are walking around saying those things that we just mentioned that President Trump wasn't kind to others and he was uh-huh. brash. So therefore we can't look to him as a leader. He that's proof that he wasn't. And that's Pharisee talk. That's just Pharisee Absolutely. Talk. You know, that's just saying we wanted him to come in our image and our likeness, wearing a long exactly. robe and holy talking. Uh, you know, and that's just <laughs> not what you know, you know, God is that's the- right. Yeah, he's you it's know not the wisdom of God either. He's got he's got the forces of heaven allied helping Donald Trump, I believe, and those who are righteous. Um, and I don't think the forces of heaven, uh, you know, whose whose angelic leader is Michael. I don't think they're really nice creatures. I don't think they're <laughs> really uh, sensitive to the enemy's feelings when he has to punish right. them. I don't think they can, and and I don't see <laughs> why why the the earthly leader has to be any more so so i don't know to me it's not going around trying to use the right pronoun silly (laughs) anyway (laughs) well let's see you know that whole thing ck all the time talks about how that nice is not a fruit of the spirit that's really good it's not nice is not a fruit of the spirit (laughs) you said he's not nice but he's good is that what is that what i understand yeah that's good goodness is yeah he's really good but he does he's not nice (laughs) but you know what goodness did god anointed jesus christ of nazareth yeah who went about doing good that's good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil he wasn't nice about it but he was good while he did it (laughs) that's so good. good thing yeah Really good, you guys. Well, we have a few minutes left. Talk about anything. Now, I, I had heard that you were going to talk about finances, CK. I don't know if you've already covered that part or if you had anything oh, else wow. to say on that. Well, the one thing that I want to just encourage the people about is that in this season, supernatural finances is actually being ramped up. That's it's good. not like, okay, now it's going down and the finances. We 
people are getting nervous about what's going to happen to their money. Yeah. And I don't know exactly how that all going to look yeah. in, the, in the natural, but I do know that the Lord said that the anointing for supernatural finances is more intense than ever. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And that people just um, shake free from all of the religious um, stuff that's been placed on them about why it somehow is not God's will for them to have it. It's, it's, it is completely God's will for them to, to have finances. In order, we are going to be examples of his glory in these days. And that's part of it. Gold is part is connected with the glory of God. And we're as examples of his glory. We are anointed for money. We're anointed that's for right. it. You're anointed for it, Steve. You're going to be so, so you're going to be seeing so much money come to you. And I really encourage people to give to your ministry because they're hooking up with what God is doing in the earth. You've had the courage, the boldness, the, the, the strength to push through persecution and all kinds of stuff to do what the Lord told you to do. And he's honoring that. And one of the things he said to me years ago that vindication looks like finances. Oh, that's interesting. And Really? Isn't that something? Because yeah. that's one of the first places that gets hit when you come under persecution for anything. He's It matters to him to make examples of us financially. Yeah. And so you're going to see the blessing of God come on you. And and we have the, uh, the Lord's put that anointing for supernatural finances on us. It's on you. There are certain ministries that the Lord has blessed with that anointing. And when people give, they'd be very wise to give into that anointing, give into Steve, into this anointing, give to the Elijah list, give to, give to Mike Thompson. Okay. Um, give to the Lord, but give into that anointing and expect yeah, it. People think there's something about seed sown that yes. um, there's you know, good soil, bad soil. And, and Jesus talked about good soil. If a ministry like, let's say, Mike's or Elijah's streams is a good soil, and you say, I want to give it to that good soil, the Lord will reward you yes. for what you're doing. I want to sow into giving to the poor. We do that. I want to sow into the prophets. We do that. So, so if and the anointing in, yeah. comes back on you, the anoint, the supernatural anointing for finances yeah. comes back on it people does. that give. Yeah, and, and I, can I say this too? I used to not that long ago, honestly, a year or two ago. I don't know. I didn't want to talk about people giving because I didn't want them to think I expected them to give. Well, I don't expect them to give, but I hope they will because I now understand the law of giving and sowing and planting and harvest and God's reward right. and blessing. So I'm not yeah. asking them to give per se. We don't spend a lot of time, but man, do I realize. I'm almost would hurt them if we didn't if we didn't receive the offerings and then show That's them right. how it's how it it would be hurting them to not do that. Yes. 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 Lord, I, I got to show you. I got to tell you something. The Lord yeah. showed me. It's been I forgot about it till just now. Okay. I saw just a a few years ago. I was praying about a money situation, and the Lord showed me this in the spirit. I saw money going back and forth and back and forth in the spirit. It was just flowing, and I had never seen anything like that. And as it went by, it just kept multiplying and multiplying. It was wow. going like 
from us to ministries to ministries to back to us. I mean, through to, to people and uh, God's people and, and, and just from places I have no idea where it was coming from. And it was just going back and forth in the spirit. And he said, now receive it. I, I took some <laughs> and it was said, it said $25,000. So I took it. And, and the Lord says, you are now bringing the super, you're, you're bringing the blessings out of the spiritual realm into the natural. Wow. We are laying hold of it and bringing it into the natural. We're commanding, demanding it to come to pass and it's happening, but it's because we've gotten into this flow, what you're talking about and give it into that flow of financial anointing. I don't even right. know how to say it. What no, I was I saying. Was- no, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And I, it's interesting that you talk about, it. I would, I've many times seen my, my, the picture that God keeps showing me is it's similar to what you're saying. But it's not exactly the same. But I see these my hands like this, and yes. just masses amounts of cash leaving it, not coming to it necessarily. But in other words, it was yeah, it was because it was like coming through, passing through my hands. Yes. And then as if okay, so I'm just holding my hands out, giving, 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 giving. So God says I can trust it, and He pours more, and I give more, and pours more, and I give more, and I pours more, and I give more. We give more, and then he rewards us as if the whole thing was our idea. Yeah. He does all the <laughs> yeah, work. There you go. You know, he does all the work. He gets all the glory, but he yes. rewards us as if we came up with this plan. As and, if and, we came up yeah. with it. That's <laughs> really good. Yeah. You know, the first dream I had about finances, I saw that same thing where I saw all this cash coming through, but it didn't, it was coming through my hands, but it didn't stay there. Yeah. It just kept going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. What an oh, honor. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is. It's, you know, Steve, you were talking about sowing, uh, one of the terms here used. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, Paul told the Corinthians that God gives you the seed to sow. Yeah, he does. Receiving finances on the first level is God blessing you because you're his child. Yeah. He does it by grace. He does it out of love. He does it as covenant fulfillment, not because of works or you've earned it or anything. It's because you are level with everybody else in the kingdom of God, and he gives you the seed. But then the way you multiply the seed is by sowing and reaping. And a lot of people uh, have been developing uh, faith in sowing but have they been developing faith in reaping? A receiving anointing. That's right. A receiving yeah. anointing. Yeah, you know, I uh, I live on a farm, so to speak, because I we we bought this house. At, we, we started renting this house 23 years ago, 24 years ago now. We started renting this house. We couldn't afford the home that I'm in now. And then over the years, uh, five to seven years later, we bought the house on contract. And then a few years later, we bought it outright. So now we've, we've owned this house for the good chunk of the 23 years. But okay, so we're, so we're, we're kind of, it's kind of on a slope. So it's like a hillside. Uh, and we got kind of a nice view. It's not high up, but it's enough of a slope that you can see kind of a view. And it's beautiful, but we're surrounded by hundreds of acres of farmland that's not our own. And if you look at this house from the highway, it looks like we own the whole thing. Well, we own, we own, 
building 20 acres in the middle of it. And so that's just, that's wonderful. But I, my point of bringing this up was the, the first year, a few decades, decade and a half we were here, they started growing, they were growing grass seed. And when they would harvest, they would let, they would plant a certain kind of grass with seeds. And then they would allow the grass to grow so high that it went to seed. And then they would harvest the seeds, which is like grain at the top. You know, they use these uh, harvesting machines. And then you would see these massive mounds of seed. And that was their crop as the seeds. And so it puts a whole new picture on he gives seeds to the sower. So the farmers that farm this thing around me, that own this land around me, they had he was giving them seed to sow, which is a much smaller amount of seed than the one they were going to get out of it because seeds explode in number. Oh, yes. Plant them. So when he says he gives you seed to the sower and the, and the sower is going to want make more seed out of it, this, there had to be had to be 100 or 200 or 300 times more seed that came out of it than what they put. I don't know. Maybe it was a thousand times. I don't know. But it was like um, it had to be many, many, many times or it wouldn't have been worth, you know, planning. So it's a real good picture of when God says he in the scripture, he gives seed to the sower. You know, we're the sowers and and then we're also good soil. You know, it's like you get all these mixed metaphors, but. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you're going out there with a little handful of seeds and you have to come back with a tractor to get everything but you know I, <laughs> I'm, I'm as serious as a heart attack about that that concept <laughs> that god yeah. that god will come and he'll give you and he'll he stumbled us into everything we're doing i, I told on an earlier show that we did earlier today i said we everything i did almost i stumbled into i was tempting to obey but in my in my obedience I would stumble here and stumble there. And that was the part that ended up being God. The rest of it was just me trying to obey. But the stumble part was the part that was God. (laughs) Like you're way more led by the spirit than you know. Maybe so. Maybe so. (laughs) That's been our experience. But then (laughs) that was an accident. (laughs) Then when you walk it out and you, you, you attempt to live a kingdom life, you sow and you give and you give and you sow and you just keep doing that and you get, the more it works, the better it works. The more you do it, the better, you know, it kind of goes. And then I, and then he just kind of rewards you as if this plan developed from your childhood and you set out to do all these things that you're now doing. And none of that was really true. It was just <laughs> right. stumbling into and And when you realize this is God, that's how somebody says, well, how do I know if God's talking to me? How do I know if I'll obey? Well, just do something because he can stumble you if you're moving. Exactly. exactly. So anyway, that's my story. Yeah. We've been real shocked by, oh, wow, that really was God. We just thought we were just, we had to do something. Yeah. But yeah. You just accidentally do. And we stepped out in faith. Yeah. And you find and yourself he, in the middle he, of the will of God. Like, how did that happen? Right. You know, you talk about the you know, NASA has these multi-billion dollar artificial intelligence, all these kind of uh, guidance systems that they put on their rockets and on their satellites and these multimedia. And, and I'd say, well, God's given, I might say this to a person, well, God's given you one of those. Well, I'm not doing anything with it. How am I supposed to know what to do? Well, the thing about a guidance system is it won't guide you unless you've launched. <laughs> you got to launch. 
that's when the guidance takes place. So if someone <laughs> says, well, I don't know what to do, do something. Do something for exactly. the kingdom. Give generously while you're doing it. Be the yeah. widow's yeah. might. Give from what you need, not from what you have. Oh, my gosh, she had the widow's might. Do whatever that was, yeah. two pence or something. Um, and, exactly. Yeah, two mites, yeah. do something. And I think yes. what's so important amongst all this is for the people to hear that it is not conditional according to the earthly circumstances, economy. Right. You know, we're talking about spiritual dynamics, the economy of God. And uh, it works all of the time, regardless of what's happening. It's almost as if what we're talking about and what God is doing now from, you know, 2020 when the pandemic hit, and then with this present pseudo-administration and with the poverty, the sickness and the sin and, and all the stuff, Jezebel, everything that we've been addressing is like, but God's promises are constant through all of that. Yeah. And so we just work his economy and he'll take care yes. of us. And it's part of the miraculous that's occurring. Where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Where sickness abounds, healing much more abounds. Where poverty abounds, uh, supernatural abundance and prosperity yeah. much more abound. Yeah. God is so much bigger than all of these things. And wow, he's not the God of just yesterday. Yeah. And that I am. He's here now. You know, that and, thing. And, you know, yeah, that thing with the widow, I was, just, I just had a stranger thought that, you know, because I, I was reading that the other day, I came across it, I wasn't looking for it. When I came across it, and I th and Jesus said she, he she didn't he didn't say. Um, what she did was like giving all of her money, uh, but it wasn't like that. He said she gave more than all the others. He didn't say it was kind of symbolically. So it was as if she gave. No, he said she gave more. So heaven's perspective is. Whatever you have in your hand. For Moses, it was like, what do you have in your hand? It's a rod. Whatever someone says, I have got nothing. How am I supposed to give it to the Lord? Good. That's probably the best place because now you can easily give more than everybody else. Because if you have two pennies left, and that's literally all you had, and you put it in the offering, you gave more than the multimillionaire who just gave $10 million in the plate. You gave more. That's, that's it. Good. Gave more. So, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I used to give offerings and be so embarrassed. Because <laughs> it was like, so small? Yeah. Because I was like, oh, man. And they, no one knew that that was like, I didn't really have that to give. It was probably a faith check. Back when you yeah. could write a check, you know, yeah. <laughs> quick run to the bank. But, yeah, the Lord has honored. He honors those things. It's yeah. life-giving. That's right. And he doesn't miss anything, you know, so that's why, you know, we think, well, Job got attention from God. God was bragging on him because he was he was doing so much. God's that way, according to Psalms 139, to, uh, for every single person. So he might say to an angel, to Gabriel, hey, Michael, uh, Gabe, come over here. Have you considered my servant CK? Have you, did you see what she did last week? She didn't even tell Michael. But she gave this and this. And she's, she's, she's forgotten all about it. Let's just do this for her. Watch this. Because that's, that's how it is. 
<laughs> yes. Praise God. That's how he is. Yeah. He just can't. He's like a um, habitual chronic rewarder. He's a oh, rewarder no. for those who diligently seek him. He can't help himself. It's part of who he is. This is God DNA. He must be rewarding because that's who he is. He's a rewarder. Yeah. You know, so he's like he's looking for an excuse to bless you. Exactly. Oh, look what they did. Here. Another he blessing. Another blessing. Miss anything. He never misses the little thing you did because it drew more attention. Then all the, like I say, I use a multi-million dollar millionaire type of a thing. Put up against those, you gave more than he did. Every time. That's it. Oh, by the way, you were talking about angels. You mentioned Michael, and I, I must yeah. get this in. Yeah. Um, I am aware, prophetically, that um, the war angel, Michael, oh, wow. is at this particular point, Waging spiritual campaigns for Israel and America. Wow. Uh, and I've seen it in the spiritual realm. And I just want people to know that um, God cares about Israel. We do understand that. He's protecting Israel. But he is actively coming against those who are in opposition to Israel, not only around the world, but also in political office in America. So there is a campaign that's ensuing now in the spirit. In the spirit. And so, um, God that's the, you know, I, I, again, I can't talk out of school, but I, I had one of those happen this last week and I saw something uh, where a prophet was involved and it had to do with Israel. And I mean, oh my goodness, you are, uh, you, you, if you had said this first, what you just said, and then I saw it, I got, oh, well, look at that. But that happened first. I saw God on behalf of Israel. I got to be a, a witness to it. I go, oh, my. and now you're saying it. You're saying you saw it in the spirit. And I'm going, well, wait, I just saw it in the natural. What I saw in the natural was another prophet got in the spirit for Israel to, mm -hmm. to preserve them. So it's very, very cool. Um, you know, I can't talk about it, but it's just like, I I saw I have firsthand witness to what you just said. Oh, that's good to hear. Wow. Yeah, it's really happening. So, and if um, good stuff, good stuff, good. Yeah. Stuff. Um, yeah, it's like a, I gotta keep my mouth shut on it, but it's, it's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, I wish I could tell them that, but no, you know. So, well, anything <laughs> else? So these are our closing minutes. Anything else you want to say before we kind of? I know we could have talked about other things that you have on the list, so but this was kind of felt like it was directed by the Lord. Oh yeah, this went by the Holy Spirit, so yeah. I'm just as happy as can be. Yeah, yeah. praise God. Do you <laughs> want to say anything else, babe? About I think we're... you did good. Well, I I will mention then probably real quickly that um, I mentioned this last time I was on while you were in Israel. Yeah, um, is that we're through this season over the next eighteen months. The Lord told me that worshiping warriors are the ones who are going to fare the best. Okay, well. Going through it. In other words, put on your worship, you know, put on your garments of praise. Uh, stay close with those who are your loved ones, your family. Uh, don't allow strife to come in. Uh, develop that attitude. 
counter to what we were talking about earlier about the tribulating. You know, people now it's, oh, like we're getting close to Jesus coming back. Now we're going to tribulate. No, it's like, even if Jesus is coming back, we're going to praise our way. We're going to worship our way all the way through because that's what's going to keep them strong. So again, my only point is that worshiping warriors will fare the best over the next 18 months. Really good. Really good. Yeah, we can't forget, you know, we're made to worship. He created us to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit and him, you know, if we miss that. Right. I I had a really special time this last week. I had broke through in that. Again, this is another thing. I saw I, I did it in the natural, now you're saying it. But it's like I just said I'm not pressing through. I said to myself, I'm not pressing through now. I know better than this. I mean, it wasn't like beating myself up. Probably the reason it worked is because I wasn't beating myself up. I just said, I know better than this. I know that he's a reward of those who diligently seek it, and I haven't been. So I went and got a particular soundtrack that had some both speaking and worship, and I just tapped in. I mean, I tapped in uh, more intentionally than maybe perhaps I ever have. And I don't know, the spirit just goes, tears start to come. And I'm worshiping. I'm listening to every word. And I'm just telling you, God meets you. He meets you that thing. Absolutely. He does. That's the most strengthening thing people can do. Yeah. Spend time with the Lord. Yeah. And so if if, if people are listening and they're kind of going, yeah, but I've never been good at that. There's these worshipers. They wave flags. Or they have the (laughs) drums. Or they, they go up and play the guitar. Or they're on their face. And these are, would all have been my testimonies, okay? These would have been me. And, I, and God's going in, what does that have to do with you worshiping me? Well, that was nothing, Lord, I guess. It was a great excuse, though. But so, you know, <laughs> what about you? You know, and so worship is a choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I spent too much of my time waiting to be inspired to worship because if you just put that anointing on me, I'll worship you. Well, of course. If he put it on me and I didn't have to do anything, that's nothing. So, it what where it counts is when you worship him, you you start with the sacrifice of praise, which means I don't even feel like praising you, but I know I need to because you're worthy of praise and and adoration. Where so I will give you the sacrifice of praise, and you and you push in. It's almost a physical thing. I mean, it's not right. physical, but it gets close because it's sacred. well. It is. You do have to. Yeah, there was one man of God that used to say, "A lot of times we have to start out in the flesh to end up in the spirit." Yeah, yeah, and all that means is what you're talking about pushing through in the flesh. You know, something to back up what you were just talking about is how well would it fly with your spouse if you said, "I'm going to wait till I feel anointed before I have intimacy with you." Or tell you I love you. Yeah. Or want to be with you. you know? really and that sorry. might hit one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really so good. That. So good. It's a choice. There's and, and, and the thing about these things is faith is a choice. Trust is a choice. Um choosing to hope with uh, fervent expectations is a choice. Most of these are choices, you know, and that's why. That's why when Jesus rebuked them for their lack of faith, he had a right to rebuke them because they had a choice to believe. 
That's it's right. so hard to believe. It's a choice. So um, there are too many of us, and I include myself in this, spent too much of my life waiting to be inspired to do the, the kingdom things, the tr trust, the hope, even the love part, the worship, the praise. They're all, they're all choices, actually. I hate to say it. hate to report it. <laughs> but it's a choice. I mean, I hate it, but I don't hate it. Because if I tell you, you won't take as long as I took. How's that? So I tell you, right. you know, so anyways. Well, you guys, good talking to you today so much. Uh, one of you, or would you like to pray for the viewers as we close out here? Absolutely. Sure. Let's do it right yeah. now. I just ask them at this particular moment to just kind of just stop and just focus on the Lord. Let yeah. the Holy Spirit come upon you now. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is breathing into your heart. He's yeah. breathing on your life now. And in the name of Jesus Christ, there's a revelation that is coming to you. The anointing is what breaks the yoke. The anointing is what propels you into the Spirit. Yield to that presence and that anointing now. And within that anointing, I pray right now, Release healing. Release prosperity. Yes, Release the goodness of God and the strength of God to run with the vision and to go forward into your destiny. Receive it. Let the Holy Spirit do it in you now. Yes, in the name of Jesus Christ and rise mm -hmm. up in third heaven authority. Yes, Tear the devil a new one. Mm -hmm. Speak a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of the Lord and the knowledge of all yeah. these things into the people of God. Give them vision, Lord. Paint that vision for their own life upon the canvas of their hearts. Destiny. We call forth destiny, destiny in the people of God. Stir it up in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, you guys, quickly see we have your website, MikeThompsonMinistries.org. Anything else? Where can they get your book? Can they get it at that website right there or what? Uh, they can. The best place is go to Amazon.com. Amazon. I mean, it's okay. everywhere. Everywhere books are sold, they can okay. find it. It can be ordered. But Amazon.com will get you there quick. Good. Good. So if someone said, well, if someone said, well, I'd rather give where they're making more money for the book, so maybe I should get from their website, you're not saying you'll... We don't sell them from our office. Okay. It's all handled online right now. Okay, Charisma good. House. Charisma House. If they okay. want to go to Charisma, what is it? CharismaHouse.com? Charisma Media, I think it is. Mm -hmm. They're selling it. They're the publishers. Okay. Either uh, way. There's okay. advantages through that. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Because I, so you didn't choose to take, to also sell them yourself at your website. That's not something you did there. No, no. Your life is much easier, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we did it, but we had more staff. So I, I need to, but I, I've told uh, myself that I'm going to start promoting my own book. And um, uh, it, it's done pretty well, about 25,000, I think, copies of it. But, but I need to start promoting it because it's still just as applicable as it was when it first came out. So. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I'll, I'm going to be talking about that before long. We'll, we need to do that. So, all right, you guys, we love you very much. Thank you so much. You, uh, you are watching this on Wednesday. So Donna Clement Petruska will be with us tomorrow on Thursday. Do not miss it. It's always really 
brilliant. Uh, my friend uh, Kim went to be home to be with the Lord. Her dad went home to be with the Lord, and I, I still have had confirmation that he's still prophesying from heaven into the things we're doing. So don't miss what his daughter has to share. Uh, she's always given us new clips that we didn't know he prophesied on. So don't miss that. All right, we'll see you all later. Be blessed. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.